I do want to get into uh, some of the takeaways from Tim Lester, the new Iowa offensive coordinator, speaking yesterday, where many people would feel like, hey, Kirk Ferentz basically gave him a script. Like he was he will, standing there like watching like a Saturday. proud papa. Well, what was weird about it yesterday is they had a couple of coaches speak yesterday, and the, the, the big uh, like must-see attraction was Tim Lester. Kirk Ferentz was like the MC though. It was kind of funny. Like he'd go up and I'm like, okay, talk a little bit about this guy. Now, without further ado, here's so and so, and then come up, maybe tell a little bit, give a, a zinger in there, and then bring up the next guy. Like What's Kirk Ferentz, about yeah. airplane food, right, Kirk? Yeah. Why isn't the plane made out of the, the food? Um, so you guys live in Iowa, huh? <laughs> Is that Caitlin here? <laughs> Do I got any out of towners here? Uh, yeah, Kirk Ferentz was uh, doing his best MC um, duties and responsibilities yesterday, but. I will say for this: post football coaching life, the Kirk yeah. Ferentz show, yeah, on Sirius XM, yeah, he's got to get ready for it at some point. Uh, look, it, we're seven months away from a game, so I understand that what was said yesterday could look completely different when Iowa eventually gets on the field under new offensive leadership. But I will give Tim Lester credit; he didn't come across as a guy that is going to basically be Kirk Ferentz offensive puppet. There was a lot of conversation about RPO. There's a lot of conversation about quarterback development. He is the quarterback coach there. Uh, he has more of a reputation and history of coaching quarterbacks than what Brian Ferentz had as well. Brian Ferentz, as everybody knew, was the offensive line coach, not a quarterback coach. It was a very weird fit. Uh, I think there seemed to be, from what I'm understanding too, and Rob Howe, who uh, writes for um, Hawkeye Nation, is also very high on him as far as a recruiter compared to what Brian Ferentz was. So it did sound like, again, a guy who maybe actually sold Kirk Ferentz. Now, Ferentz said that he spoke to... I think it was roughly 12 candidates. They willed it down to four. Paul Chris, uh, by all accounts, was one of them. Uh, John's from Duke was one of them as well. So why Tim Lester? Well, it sounded like Tim Lester was able to kind of sell Kirk Ferentz on this. And Tim Lester also was a head coach at a Division three school as well. Uh, did run a pretty modern offense. Uh, he was heavily involved with play calling, with the quarterback development there as well. It's been in the NFL has seen other OCs at work. You know, so I, I think there's, there's an interesting track record there where for people who were up in arms about this, and in his, his stint at Syracuse was not good. And I think that that is also something that drew the ire and probably does continue to draw the ire of Iowa Hawkeye fans. I'm not going to say that Tim Lester is going to be like Steve Sarkeesian or he's going to be this great offensive mind in college football. He's not going to be like the mad Lane Kiffin. But what I would say is keep an eye on this one. Because you have a quarterback, albeit was injured for most of the season in Cade McNamara. There's thoughts of, depending on how the spring goes, that Iowa could also try to dip into the portal to find a little bit of quarterback competition in the second go-around of the transfer portal which would be very un-Iowa-like. Uh, they got a young guy that uh, they're going to kind of, again, watch here during the spring to see. But just 
listening to a little bit of what Tim Lester had to say yesterday, I I got to say I was I was intrigued. It didn't sound like a company man walking the company line because this is what Kirk Ferentz is going to want this offense to be. It did seem like it has a chance to maybe mesh some ideas. We'll just say that. Now, if that truly does happen, we'll see. Now, this is, and I'm sure Kirk Ferentz really liked that, this is a guy who did uh, like to run a lot of 12 personnel. So anytime you're involving multiple tight ends in an Iowa offense, you're very, very happy. But yeah, like I, but again, I was, I was interested in what he had to say. I, I thought he presented it in a way that made me think, oh, okay, well, maybe this is, maybe, maybe the best way to say, maybe could potentially be a, bre- a breath of fresh air there in Iowa City. And if it sucks, well, good for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in all in all seriousness, for for Iowa fans, I just trying to be as open-minded as I could on this one because I, I really did think that it would be a lot of like the same gobbledygook that you would nice. get from Kirk Ferentz. It was, it, he at least presented it in a way that it could take me off the beaten path a little bit. So Kirk Ferentz Live was a success. Yeah, it was. Kirk, yeah, Kirk, Kirk Ferentz as the MC of the press conference yesterday. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Good. We should have Dr. Man on today to talk about that. Like, how was that reality show? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really I'm really intrigued by this. I I truly am, and and I'm also I thought it was it was very interesting because I wasn't sure what Brian Ferentz's overall role of recruiting was. I would think maybe he'd have more of an impact on offensive linemen, but apparently he wasn't you know extremely active or you know considered to be you know an important element of recruiting. Now that he's no longer Kirk's OC. He'll be on the network, maybe. Yeah, he's a Hawkeye. He is a Hawkeye. Great Hawkeye. So yeah, he'd have to wear the logo again, though. You have to wear the branded gear. You can wear. Just I, don't black he, I don't know if he wants anything to do with Iowa right now. That's fair. All right, so uh, coming up on the Husker Radio Network this year, <laughs> yeah, Brian Ferentz is a special contributor. We'll call that segment "Know the Enemy." Yeah, but uh, Ooh, yeah, we can have the song played. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, look at you, know Nick. The enemy. Get a little Green Day in there, but uh, oh no, I was thinking "Raging Against the Machine," but continue. oh, that too. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, it, Tim Lester just seems like he might be a little bit different. A little bit different. Now again, how does that? translate into production for that offense we'll see but uh it was it was it was not a bad look i'll, I'll say that which is as, as we know in the in these parts hey you win the press conference it's half the battle you get people excited and then you got to play the game and then sometimes that excitement uh whittles away but we'll we'll see all right when we come back we're going to talk to matt d marinas big big spot for creighton on the road trying to get back on the winning side of things after losing at home to butler on friday we'll get matt's thoughts on that also probably the quietest successful story taking place in the hardwood here locally in the Fighting Flans. He was at the game last night, or at least, I'm sorry, he wasn't at the game. He followed the game last night. Get oh, his Matt, thoughts on I that. thought you were talking yeah, about Matt. Flan. I, was well, like, yeah, I think Jim yeah, Flannery Flan was, was definitely, definitely there. And also want, to, also want to get Matt's uh, thoughts on uh, the happenings in the Big East, especially with UConn's win last night. That's all coming up here on 1620 The Zone.